Davachka. Oh, that was that band. It was Davachka. Yeah. So last week, I couldn't remember the name of that ensemble that played at Ben Roya Hall. Right. And there was bad acoustics. Davachka. I've never heard of them. Yes, you have. Did you listen to the song that I sent you? No. Okay. <laughs> the song is called How It Ends. And here it is. Don't you remember this? Vaguely. Really? This is such the jam back in the day. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Right? See? So how long ago? You've only lived here for five years, so this was fairly recently. It was fairly... Maybe it was like two years ago. Um, I mean, I was surprised to see that they were still kicking and doing their thing. Um, but yeah, that's who they were. That's the only song I know of theirs. They're like a huge like band, and I think that the Seattle Orchestra was playing with them. Um, my point being, the acoustics were terrible <laughs> in that space. That's so weird because that's where the Seattle Symphony plays. I know. And they're supposed to have really good acoustics. Yeah. I saw my man Eddie Vedder play there. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. With an orchestra? a solo show. Oh, that's nice. Him and his ukulele. His oh, that's it. ukulele. No one backed him up. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Nailed it. That's hot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did he like, was he chit-chatty? Yeah. Mm. As chit-chatty as Eddie Vedder gets. <laughs> I think his friends call him Ed, but it's just really hard for me to say Ed Vedder. Then you will not be, fr- be friends with him. I, well, I'm not. But you, him. I know, but I think you need to... Dress for the job that you want, <laughs> not the job that you have. Touche. <laughs> Hi, guys. That's Allison. G'day, mates. That's Kai. And you're listening to The Gripe, the you podcast <laughs> where we talk about Shop. things. Where we talk shit. That bother us, that we want to change in the world through griping. Yeah. <clears throat> is it working? I think it is. I've seen my world change completely. Like, Have you seen people changing their habits? Um, I've seen people change their underwear more, more so. <laughs> um. <clears throat> I've just gotten a plethora of people coming up to me and saying, I know that you hate this, but... Oh, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yo, I do things that I gripe about. So it's not that serious. I feel like we have to keep reiterating that. I have a bubble in my throat. It's not that serious. Mm-hmm. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. This is a good will hunting it's moment. It's not your fault. Oh, yeah. Geez. That's a really great scene. It's a great scene. I, I ugly cried R.I.P. watching that. R.I.P. To Robin Williams? Yeah. yeah. Duh. I mean, Matt Damon is still with There's us. Ben Affleck still got that big back tattoo. He, uh... I don't know if that's real. No, it's it's 100% real. How do, you, how do you know? Because he came out and said it. He did? Yeah. What? Yeah, at first it was like this, you know, he said it was for a role. Which I believe. And it was like, now it's it's verified. Wow. Mm-hmm. We're talking about that terrible back tattoo. Of like a dragon? Yeah, I mean, right? it's like some like big, big shape that's on his back. Yeah, it's not yeah. cute. Yeah. Which is probably why Jennifer Gardner did not want to be with him. But but they're, they're still, still married. not divorced. And she has a new movie coming out. Um, it's rated R, but and it's sort of how I 
been in love with her. So I fell in love with Jennifer Garner from Alias. Don't mock me. She's like lip syncing <laughs> Alias. Um, and her new movie is about her like wielding some guns She's and some kicking like, ass. Some, um, some moves. Some like karate. It's not karate. I think it's karese. <laughs> More so than anything else. Um, you got jokes today. <laughs> so, yeah, that's coming out. That, that looks good. I mean, it's like, you know, it's her genre, mm-hmm. you know. So, I don't even know what it's called, but I just saw a preview for it this morning. I was like, oh, she's trying to come back to that action stuff. Yeah, I mean, I kind of thought she was just destined to end her career on Lifetime and Hallmark. Um, and Capital One uh, credit card commercials. <laughs> because she's been doing a lot of TV movies, I want to say. Really? I, I think. Mm-hmm. And so, because you know, like, you kind of hit this, you hit this, the peak of your career. Right. And then you, like, kind of go down and you do some straight to TV I know, but I felt that, the A, that's how her career, sh- that's the tra- tra- trajectory it should go. But people love her still. Like, she's always, like, when she wants to, like, be seen at the Oscars they give her time mm. you know and they pay attention to her um cause she's lovely and she looks amazing in anyone's dress yeah and I think that's why she's got good face yeah um and she I read an article that she was talking about um portion control <laughs> and she was talking about um how she realized that a half a bagel is one serving and thus she's like had to modify everything it's like yeah, I couldn't do that. <laughs> that is the most random story I've ever told on the card. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I was like a little bit hurt when she said half a bagel. That hurts my feelings. Especially half a like Sara Lee bagel. Those are really small, those <laughs> right. frozen ones. <laughs> Speaking of portion control, oh, I yeah. started uh, January's sugar freed program. You did? Yeah, I'm on hey. day three. How's it going? So far, so good. And so to, what is this program exactly? I need to reach out to Jan and talk to her a little bit more about it. <laughs> um, so it's essentially this program that January has come up with herself, mm-hmm. sugar-free detox, Yes. where you cut out all sugar Sugars. from your diet right. for 15 days, mm-hmm. I believe. Is it 14 days or 15 days? I, I don't know. You've done it before. I have done it. Yeah. I saw you creeping on my Facebook post. Well, you could have sent her a private message, but you decided not to. Well, it's just like, can I live in <laughs> oh Facebook post, in Facebook land without Kai always looking over my shoulder? Oh my. <laughs> um, Keep going. So, so I, I joined this group, and I know what you're thinking. You're like, Allison, can't you just stop sugar on your own? Sure, I could. But I feel like I'm way more accountable if I pay for something, mm. because this is a program that you pay to join. Right. And um, you track everything too. You track everything, yeah. and uh, so I. Once you join and you download the guide and the booklet, then you can join this like private Facebook group, and mm-hmm. that's what I'm complaining about. Kai looking over my shoulder <laughs> when I introduced myself to the group because I'm in the group too. Because you did it. I did. What was your like thoughts? Um, my thought is that oh my god. Everything has sugar in it. Everything. Everything has sugar in it. Um, so that was that was hard for me. But I, what I found was that, and I think everyone knows this, is that if you're meal planning, that's it makes it really easy. Mm-hmm. If you're prepared, if you're like out the door on the fly, 
then you're toast. Yeah. You're not gonna, you're not set up for success. Um, so it's really about preparation. Um, and also knowing that you are gonna be really moody during certain times. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, why do I feel like a bitch right now? I hit that last night. Oh, you did? So today is day three. So I started on Tuesday. And then yesterday I taught my yoga class, mm-hmm. which expends a lot of energy. And then last night I was like cranky and mm-hmm. exhausted. And then it hit me last night. It's because. It's because like I haven't been replenishing my fuels with sugars. <laughs> Just replenishing it with eggs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, I'm in the middle of that. But I, I feel like lighthearted today. I feel better. I feel good. You do? Yeah. That's good. Um, I just went to bed super early last night, which is good for me. I went to bed at the same time Charlie goes to bed. So, all good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I'll keep y'all posted. What's the hardest part so far for you? Um, just grabbing things to eat. Like, if I'm hungry in the morning, mm-hmm. I just want to, like, normally I would grab, like, fruit or like something easy and you yeah. can't even eat fruit right so it's like i can't just grab an egg well you chose not to eat fruit yeah right yeah this is, you where, can. This is where kai was creeping on me oh my god <laughs> <laughs> um but like some people will do better with fruit some people will do better without fruit i'm trying to go hardcore yeah. man which is good yeah aaron's yeah. out of town for like forever so don't come murder me, anyone. But this is why I'm doing this. Because, <laughs> like, it's easier to, like, do this when he's gone. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, if you want more info, you can go to sugarfreedlife.com. Sugarfreedlife. Yeah. And you, too, can get on this eliminate the sugar. You can't even eat ketchup. <laughs> even, even Heinz ketchup has sugar in yeah, it. Yeah, there was, because um, I was doing a spaghetti squash uh with marinara mm-hmm. recipe. And uh um, what pasta I, sauce did you use? Well that's the thing is that I, I thought it was like, oh whatever, it's from wherever it was. I don't remember what what and I had a look on the label and of course it said there was sugar on it. I was like, God damn it. So did you have to make your own? I think I found one like a lower sugar content. I, f- I found one with zero sugar content. Mm. Yeah. Did zero added super? sugar. Um I mean negligibly. Uh, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, so um, what's going on in the world, Kai? In the world? Or in your world? <clears throat> um, so, remember I'm watching the Hulu now? I'm oh, on yeah. Hulu. You never gave me your credentials, you liar. Oh, I'll give them to Um, <laughs> and I haven't watched any Netflix since then. Mm. I might switch. Oh, wow. I might cancel. Really? Yeah. The only thing I want to watch on Netflix right now is, um... The Sinner. Oh, was that on Netflix? It's on. It is now. I already watched season one. Oh, you did. It was so good. That's what I hear. Yeah, you should watch that. Yeah, for sure. And season two, it started. It's like American Horror Story, where it's a different story altogether, which I like, but it's the same cast. Um, so I have been watching Handmaid's Tale. Oh yeah. It's really freaking great. I haven't seen it. I mean, just tons of tension. You can't watch it. There's not a moment of non-tension. When you're watching oh, it. Oh, I don't know. It's good. Is that good for me? I mean, it's not gory, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just disturbing. It really is. Um, you gotta watch it. Credentials will be given to today. <laughs> um, the other thing about Hulu, which I 
thought it would bother me, but it doesn't. I actually enjoy commercials. There's commercials? <laughs> well, you can do a commercial-free version, but it costs a little bit more per month. Oh, so your birthday present givers got you the cheap one? No. Um, I chose the plan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and so, so, I mean, I could spend more per month if I wanted to, um, but the commercials are actually kind of enjoyable. Okay. It gives me a break to go pee. That's different. Oh, I know. And remember when I was telling you way back when that around 9, 30, 10 o'clock, my internet conks out? Yes. Okay, so there was a commercial for another internet provider. And I was like, oh, I have options in this world. I don't have that. That does not need to be my reality is having poor internet. Mm-hmm. Right, and it was an amazing deal. So you and switched? I, I'm such switched over. Look at you go! Uh-huh. You're making life decisions <laughs> left and right. I was influenced by a commercial. <laughs> they work. They work, ma'am. Um, so yeah, I'm quitting wave broadband. They suck. They're terrible. I have never even heard of that. Exactly, but it was the only one. Um, it was the only internet provider in my apartment when I moved in. Mm. But then I, I did a. A little search uh, on CenturyLink, and they provide my for, for, for my apartment now. Oh, cool! So, bye, Wave Broadband. <laughs> See you never. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, when I was leaving here last week, mm-hmm. I went to my car, mm-hmm. and I was watching a woman get into a brand new Audi. And so in Washington, you you know it's brand new. Because uh, they have like those paper, mm-hmm. um, like license plates, and um, she was parked behind a truck in her brand new blue Audi, and she was trying to sort of uh, drive out of her parking parallel parking spot and go up the hill. It was pretty narrow, right? And I was like, mm, she needs more room. That's not gonna work. And so I watched this woman. You're such a creeper. I am a creeper. <laughs> But you would have been too. Um, I watched her pull out and scrape Stop. the entire no. right side of her brand new blue Audi on this the back of this truck. Did she like get out and throw up? I mean, the thing is, like, you could the sound was so disturbing. Oh. Metal on metal. It was. Oh my it was gosh! Awful. I'm cringing. Yeah. So then she. <gasps> Like that would make me throw kinds up. of, you know, thrust up the hill, pulls back into like uh, like a driveway to like pause, and then decides, fuck it, I'm leaving. And she didn't stop. She just kept going. But like she fucked up that truck too. Oh my Do god! Do you know what I mean? I bet she threw up. Later. I mean, it was off. It was pretty bad. So and you saw. I the... saw it, and there was other people that that were waiting for a stoplight, a uh, uh, pedestrian go. And we just watched this happen. And you can't even take a picture because it's a new car. Exactly. Exactly. I I bet she had that, like, thought. She was like, well, nobody can see my license plate because I don't have one. Maybe that's not even her car. Maybe she's borrowing it. Maybe. (laughs) That's what we want to think, right? Oh, my gosh. That's terrible. I know. But, I mean, there is, like, a process of acclimating to your car, Mm-hmm. A new car. Yeah, for right? sure. Right? Mm-hmm. If you get a rental, whatever it is, that, yeah. okay, how much can I pull forward before I hit the front of the car? Pull back, you know, the well, sides. Well, if it's also a brand new Audi, 
I bet it has those cameras that tell you, you know, your, oh, beep, your beep, front beep. and back. It detects, yeah. Dummy. Yeah, she didn't. She was not. Yeah. You made fun of me when I got my new car. I did? Yeah, because remember in Aaron's Jeep when I hit that truck? Well, <laughs> that's laughable. <laughs> then when I got my new car, you're like, you said something to the effect of it being wider than Aaron's Jeep and how, like, I'm probably going to hit something. You're such well, a supportive friend. But, I mean... Which I have It is a big vehicle. It looks big on the outside. It's it's definitely bigger than okay. Aaron's Jeep. I haven't hit anything. Where's the wood? <laughs> Hold on, let me come over here. <laughs> She's going to a wood panel to knock on it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't have a really good driving history yet. Aaron keeps agreeing to let me get these new cars. So. You don't. You do not have a good driving history. Always am hitting shit. Well, that's true. Especially huh? on the right side. I have a tendency <laughs> to want to like lean over to the right. Yeah. Um. And you did hit that car in Bellevue. Yes. Yes. And they tried to scam your. Oh shit. well, they did sue me. But. For a, a ridiculous thing. Yeah, nothing nothing really came out of it. <laughs> um, so, moving on. <laughs> there is a Pearl Jam poster controversy. Have you heard of this? No. Yeah, you know I got to talk about my boys. So, they were just in Seattle. Then Monday night, uh, they played in uh, Montana. Okay. And they always come out with... They release new posters for each show. Uh-huh. So, the one... Uh, in Montana was a, well, let me give you a little bit of backstory. They were trying to rock the vote, so to speak, because Montana's having an election and mm. they're trying to get a Democratic senator elected. Now, since Pearl Jam is on the right side of history, mm-hmm. they are anti-Trump. And if you have been listening to their music for a long time, you know like what their political leanings are. They are a very political band. Mm-hmm. So the poster that they released on Monday was a picture of a White House in flames uh-huh. and an American Eagle um, sitting on a deceased Donald Trump-esque figure, oh. picking at his foot. <laughs> so it's like the Eagle is eating like a decaying Donald Trump skeleton. Uh-huh. Well, it's not going well, guys. <laughs> Montana's not feeling it? Well, okay, so obviously Republicans pounced on it, and they said, you know, look at this poster, this is anti-American. No, it's anti-Trump is what it is. And then, so now what the bummer is, is that this Democratic senator, whom Pearl Jam has been, like, stumping for, now has to, like... Distance himself. Distance himself from the band. I see. Um, So, and then... So that didn't help. It did not help, and it's kind of like... Oh, come on, guys. Like, you knew that this isn't a good idea, mm-hmm. right? However, you know, whatever you may think of the First Amendment, you can't... I don't know. You can, but it will have consequences. Yeah. Right? And consequences that you didn't intend for. Because um, I'm sure, like, their intention was to maybe help this Democratic candidate get put into office, but it's hurting them now, you know? Yeah. Um, Jeff, it's a fine line we have to walk yeah. these days. Jeff Ament, who is the basis for the band, and he is from Montana, mm-hmm. he put out a statement that said, um, you know, this was fully my idea. Art is supposed to, co- is supposed to cause conversation. Sure. 
And he was like, and this administration is definitely creating a lot of conversation. I'd love to, you know, I invite all conversations, love your First Amendment supporting, you know, Jeff Amon. Mm. So, I don't know. It's a tiny controversy, but it was on the King 5 local news last night, mm. obviously, because Pearl Jam is our hometown band. So they come up with a new poster for every single show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I know that they also, um, back in the day, spearheaded... Um, live album releases because what's happening was that um, bootleggers were recording these live shows and then selling for profit and then so Eddie Vedder was like "Uh, screw that how can we derail this so they started um, releasing authorized concert um, albums Mm -hmm. and like like so much of the material is available um, now like the concert stuff so that's pretty cool mm-hmm. and speaking of which um remember prince obviously prince 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 so prince was one of these guys that um he never had his stuff out like on spotify um or on youtube like he would have people like check on the daily to make sure that his stuff is not out there right so he died what two years ago it's been a while um and I was looking recently, and all this stuff is now on there. Because there's no one to monitor it. What, his estate, though? What is, you think his lawyers would be policing it? But maybe if there's not someone that's adamant about it, it gets like, it's like whatever. Mm-hmm. Because um, all this material is like now out there. On YouTube? Yeah. And uh, it's like the the furthest one back is like two years. Mm. So this happened after he died, obviously. Wow. Interesting, right? That is interesting. Yeah. So you need to think about that. We need to think about like when we die, what will we do with a great podcast? <laughs> Put that in our wills. Um, got anything else? Well, I was going to talk about, have you heard about the public urinals in Paris? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> San Francisco I've heard of, but not this So there's four, I think, public urinals in Paris Mm -hmm. where and they're they have a public pee pee problem. Yes. And they're trying to combat like public pissers. Sure. And they just have I mean, literally a they're not even hidden. Mm -hmm. Like a guy will walk up to one, just put his dick in a box Mm -hmm. and go pee. Mm Mm-hmm. And people are up in arms about it because mm-hmm. everybody thinks they're ugly and um, nobody wants to see a grown man peeing in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. And feminists are saying, why do we have to do this for men? Like, why can't men just find a bathroom to go pee? Are these, like, sound mind people peeing? Or are they, like, homeless folks? Are they... I think it's drunk folks, too. Oh, you know men always be whipping out their pee-pee to go pee-pee. Wow, well, you got to hate on man. <laughs> you know that they do. <laughs> you know it's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in England, you know, they have CCTV. Mm-hmm. And um, they will follow someone. Like, they'll see someone peeing on a building in an alley. And then they'll, like, follow them until the police catch up to them and arrest them. That's... It's, That's like the Matrix. It's real extra. <laughs> yeah. Yes. There's CCTV everywhere in England. Do you know that? No, I didn't like ev- It's almost like every square inch Yikes. Is, um, has CCTV. Yeah. Um, 
So, I mean, what do you think about it? Because I'm a little bit torn. I'm like, you know, I mean, even here in my office, we have to have rules for everything. And this is just like a nine-person office. We have rules for the bathroom. We have rules for the kitchen sink. Mm -hmm. We have rules for the refrigerator. And so it's like in a big city with millions of people, how are you going to, like, make people not pee? It's not that they're not peeing. It's just just they're trying to... Curb where it happens because I know there's an issue happening in San Francisco as well, where they had to put up public urinals too in parks because people were just doing their business anywhere and everywhere. Hmm. Um, Is it ugly? Sure. Is it working though? I mean, I'll show you a picture. I honestly, oh wait, no, that's Angie Harmon. I (laughs) didn't think that it was that ugly. Like I'm not offended by it. Mm And maybe I should as a woman, but I feel like that's kind of thinking outside of the box. No? I mean... Thinking outside of the pee If it's working, then sure. I, I, you know, it just depends on what the goal is. No, I can't find the gosh darn picture. I'm really trying to... Uh, yeah, your search game is terrible. I can't... I'm trying to curb my cursing, <laughs> no. so I just said gosh darn. Anyway, whatever. Um... Yeah, it's an eco-solution to public peeing is what they said. I'm here for it if it's working. Yeah. But I guess it has yet to be determined. So I have three more quick little tidbits that I want to get to. Um, The first one is this guy named Kyle Thomas, who I think lives in Mississippi. He was at a donut store uh, this past week, and he did not enjoy the service he was receiving. And... um, got into an argument with the cashier. And uh, she pulled out her camera, her phone, and uh, he started to call her the N-word. Oh, gosh. Over and over and over again. Like, it was it was just so much of it, you know. He, he called her the N-word, and she's like, say it again. So he did. And then she said, say it again. And he did. Like, over and over. It was like, really, dude? So she went out, got a picture of his, his car, and the... Uh, License plate. This is this is a theme. It's a theme. It's been happening, and um, I'm kind of loving it. Uh, found out that he works at Mississippi Baptist Medical Center. He was in Scrubs, um, and I think he was like an X-ray person. And um, they received a lot of, "Hey, did you know that your employee Kyle Thomas is a racist?" And he got fired. Good for him. Yeah. Or good for his employer. Yeah, exactly. Not good for him. So they put they showed a statement saying that. The way they behaved out of public is not in line with their values. So bye bye. Oh God. Um, it's happening every day, y'all. But as long as we have our cameras out, recording it, yeah. <laughs> showing racism's ugly face, yep. and putting a name, a name to it. Agree. It's, um, it's something's happening out there. You know, mm-hmm. good or bad. Um, this other thing, I this is. I feel kind of bad just bringing it up real quick uh, and going over it quickly, but um, there was an investigation of the Catholic Church mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania. Did you see about this? Mm-hmm. And um, 300 priests were accused of sexually abusing over 1,000 kids. Like over the, since the 1970s, yeah. maybe? I yeah. mean, and the Catholic Church was accused and investigated for covering it up. Sad that this is um, sort of an old news story, mm-hmm. but it's just, you know, happening again. Um, so 
yeah, they went to great lengths to cover up this horrible, horrible thing. Has the Pope said anything about it? Not that I've heard yet. That'll mm-hmm. be an interesting statement to make. Right? I mean, because he's already made statements about it, you know, and my thing is that I just can't overlook the irony of an institution that says that they're working for good, you know, while actually, you know, sitting in their, their holier-than-thou thrones, casting judgments against people like me, who are gay, and other people that, you know, it's, and they're doing this thing and covering it up. Yeah. You know, the irony is not lost on me. Yeah. So I just had to point that out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and the final piece is, uh, we just found out today that Aretha Franklin passed, passed away. away. Um, Icon. An iconic queen of soul. Um, so, yeah, I know that she had been having a lot of health issues. I didn't issues. realize that she was sick. She's been been sick for like the last 20 years, though. You with know? cancer? Um, not with cancer. Or just but, one thing yeah, after the next? Yeah, lots of health ailments. Um but she was, you know, the first woman that was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. She's won a ton of Grammys, American Music Awards. Um, she has, like, the voice. So may she rest in power and in peace. Ah, that's sweet. Um, yeah. That's all my stuff for today, anyways. Cool, ma'am. <clears throat> all right. Get into the meat. Yeah. The heart of the matter, as they say. So what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about when is it time to say something to a friend? Yes. Mostly bad scenarios, right? Yeah, usually. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I've got so many examples of this where they've gone mostly poorly. I was going to say the same thing when I look back at it. Yeah, one time it's it's gone okay. Yeah. Um, I guess the way I kind of had mine separated was like in the different categories. So what's your first category? Um, eating habits. Oh, so you recognize a friend's poor eating habits. Okay. So I think like to give some context to this, um, I'd say the bulk of my career, 10 years was in like the health and fitness industry. Sure. And um, working around women, mm-hmm. you constantly see people that are just taking it too far um, in terms of, you know, not eating yeah, or maybe yeah, purging. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, off the top of my head, I can think of three women I knew that had problems. Mm-hmm. Um, one was so bad that there was like a smell. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess... I'm aware of this. From what I've heard, um, there was... That's like maybe the cirrhosis of the liver, like where your body starts to just break down its own organs. Whoa, man. That's heavy. Yeah. And then it'll make like a particular... Odor. Yeah. Yeah. Like sulfur. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So I never said anything to that person. There was another person that you could tell there was like an obsession that wasn't healthy in terms of slimming down. And I had a relationship with uh, a friendship with somebody that was going through some times and their like weight fluctuated up mm-hmm. and down. Um, and one time I saw this person and they just like, when I saw them, I was almost brought to tears. And I did say something then because mm. I was like crying right. when I saw them. But what compelled you to say something to them? 
what was your like thought? Because it was that bad. Right, but like, did like, you think? Oh, you, I mean, it wasn't aesthetics. It was like you might die. Yes. Yeah. And I, that's what I said to them. Mm. And it's like, at what point are you? I mean, do you wait until somebody's like on death's doorstep right. before you say something? Because mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I did. Like when it had gotten so bad that they are just like skin and bones. I'm like, you realize that you like could die of this, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so being in the yoga world, I've seen this too, um, where something that's supposed to um, support you is taken into obsession mode. And, um, uh, and I've run some studios, and like it's a really hard balance because, yes, A, I see it. B, I don't know what they're going through, right? So I don't know the context of what's happening. Um, and... Yeah, there have been times that I've had to pull people aside and say, you don't look healthy. What's going on? Connect with them first. And then if it doesn't get better, then I've had to ask them to not come back. Um, How'd that go? um, It's not easy. Yeah. Um, They're not happy about it. Um, But we had to take it from a medical standpoint. And, like, if your doctor says it's okay, then please bring us a note um, because it's like I did not want to be complicit in this person's you know deterioration for lack of a better way to say it yeah do you know what I mean um, yeah so so it just it just becomes compulsive and you see that they come to class twice a day or three times a day mm-hmm. and it's like okay this is beyond healthy um, so, you know, when it's time to address it, it's time to address it. And the thing is, it's like, I feel there's a part of me that feels guilty because I didn't bring it up to them until other people in the community said something to me. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. then, then, then it made it feel okay. So, I don't know. I'm still sort of wrestling with that idea. Um, but yeah, so... And to be completely honest, this conversation happened with me when I was like um, 17, 18. Oh, wow. In my, in my sort of... When we talked about this. Yes. On the eating habits one. Right. Um, I had a friend that was like, okay, this looks like it's out of control. Um, and I, I heard her, you know, and so I was like, okay, I get that. So on the receiving end of it, yeah. how did it feel? Um, you, I didn't see it. But I heard it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, see, I don't think you see yourself the way that other people see you. Yeah, for sure. And so when I heard her say, and this is a person that, like, I trust completely. And she had my back. And she wouldn't say that just, uh, you know, out of out of a casual observation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I was like, okay, maybe it's going a little too far. And... Um, I think it's self-corrected, you know, and we're good now, but um, it took a while to to get back on track with what's healthy and what's dangerous, you know, but um, I appreciated her telling me that. Yeah. You know? Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, I'm... On this topic. I'm the driver. Oh, for eating habits? No, that's it. Okay. 
Yeah. And I, I do think that this is like a very, I don't know, because I have been around women my entire life, right? I was like, women make up the bulk of my friends. And I do have a lot of women that will ask me, do I look fat in this? <laughs> I hate that question because nobody wins. Do people still ask that they question? They do. <laughs> and um, there's absolutely no right way to answer that except, well, of course not. But yeah. at the same time, like, that doesn't help, you know. That doesn't help. That doesn't change how someone feels about themselves. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So stop asking that question, y'all. Well, it's, Don't you think? It's funny, yeah, because... Last week I was <coughs> chatting with you and I was like... You sure were. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I think I'm going to do January's uh, sugar-free thing. And you were like, oh, yeah, I think you would do good on a no-sugar cleanse. And so I internalized that all day. <laughs> all day? Well, it was like an hour or two. <clears throat> it was a little longer. And then like that later that afternoon, I was like, so do you think I'm fat? <laughs> <laughs> And I had to clarify my comment. You got mad at me for Did even I? asking that. You're like, no, bitch, I don't think you're fat. <laughs> what I meant was you already don't eat carbs, so this should be fairly easy for you. To get into the routine. Exactly. And I was like, okay, just checking. I was like, I admit That was my that. second thought I had. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'll ask Aaron. I mean, I used to be really bad at it. About asking, do I look fat in this? Do I look fat in this? Blah, 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 blah. And then uh, lately it's, I mean, in the past four or five years, I know that it's dropped a lot. But sometimes, like, when I'm not feeling good in my skin, right? I'll be like, do I look like I've gained weight? Obviously, he's never going to say yes. Mm-hmm. He's smart. <laughs> but it's just like I need that verbal, you know, affirmation yeah. that I'm not turning into... Big chubby Allison. See, it's funny because I remember that conversation with a friend of mine um, when I was living in San Diego. And um, his comment to me was, because I said, oh, like, how do I look? Whatever. And he said, you've been thinner. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Well, he, didn't, he wasn't making any judgments about it. But I was like, okay. Yeah. It hurt, but it's the truth. <laughs> you I asked. I did you ask. Asked. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been thinner. <laughs> Are you friends with him still? No. (laughs) That wasn't the reason why, though, I promise. (laughs) What about the um, I don't like your boyfriend conversation? Have you ever had that? I've had worse. Oh, you have? Like, they were married. Oh. Yeah, but let's talk about the boyfriend conversation. Yeah. Um, And this came about because there's someone I'm close to who... um, broke up with her boyfriend um and it's been months not since they've been apart and um the conversation of him came up again um and I said to her I was like I didn't really like him anyways so that was like a good thing that that happened and her response was oh my god why didn't you tell me exactly why didn't you tell me sooner um and like is that it's tricky I think it's very tricky because if you say something it, when they're together and they don't take your advice, then it just brings tension to the situation. Right. Right? Um, I just don't... I, and, and I don't know that people are in the f- mind frame to hear it. 
you know, like these are the reasons why I don't like your person. Well, I think that it's, if you say something, the reason why people don't say anything is because you're then assuming that they're not capable of making their own choices, right? Like they are obviously making a choice to be with that person, that person. Right. And maybe they see something that you don't see. Right. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, or that at least that's my thing. Mm-hmm. Unless like it's um an abusive relationship or yeah. like something going beyond. Yeah. If it's a personality conflict, like he was just like a douchey person. What are you gonna pretentious, say? Pretentious. Yeah. You know. Um, and he was annoying as fuck. Yeah. And like no one in our circle liked this person. Um, but like, I don't know. Like, is there is there ever a time, barring an abusive situation, right, to tell? someone, I don't like your person. I just don't think there is. Because they're not going to hear it. Right. Right? And it's just going to put a strain on your relationship. Yeah. So the one, the one time that I did mention this um, to a friend, I was like, so what happened was we were out. Uh, my friend's boyfriend um, was on some stuff and then started accusing me of trying to steal. When you say on some stuff, you mean like drugs? Drugs, yeah, yeah. Um, and just decided to accused me of like trying to steal his boyfriend who was my friend from him and I was like that's crazy um, but it kept happening I was like and I feel like I don't care what you're on if you're drunk if you're on drugs I just feel like that's what you really think mm-hmm. you know what I mean I don't ex- that's not excusable to me um, so I brought this up to my friend I was like I'm not into so and so I'm not into your boyfriend this is why um, and the next day they went out and bought a puppy <laughs> Literally. I was like, so that didn't help at all. No. You know? And it just made things really, really awkward. I would love to hear other people's stories. I've never done that I don't like your boyfriend thing, but I just don't think it works. Mm-hmm. Or I don't like your girlfriend. I've done that I don't like your wife. Mm, you have? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, like, like, that's better. <laughs> so to give context, um, it was, this was a long time ago, blah, blah, blah. And is a married couple friend of ours, and um, they were going through some tough times. Yeah, and he, they're actually like taking a break from each other. Right. And this person was staying um, at our house, and we had some, you know, heart to heart combos. Mm-hmm. And I, and I was just straight up, and I was like, I don't know if she's like the best person for you. Mm. Blah 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 blah. I just gave my honest opinion. And I felt like I was free at that moment to do that yeah. because they were taking a break and sure. he was staying at my house Yes, and they have since reconciled and the friendship was never really the same. Oh man. Yeah. And so again, it still doesn't work out. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the it, only time I feel like it ever works out is if post breakup. Right. But that sucks. Yeah. And so this kind of hits close to home for me because... I broke with a friend of mine, right? And I let some people, my close friends know what was going on. Um, And that was when people came to me and said, I never liked him. And I don't know what you saw in him as a friend. And this happened, like, with at least five people. Yeah. And I was like, fascinating. Because, A, no one said anything to me before about it. And, B, I don't know if I would have been in the state of mind to hear that. You really don't think so? I don't know. I'm not sure that I would have been, mm-hmm. you know. I think it's one of those things where it's like, 
Molly, you in danger? Or, you know, <laughs> I, or Molly, you got to figure this out. Figure this out on your on your own. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I think um, a friendship is easier because I feel like I could have been. I I could tell you now, even uh, I'm not really feeling that person. Mm. Like you go hang out with them on your own, and I don't yeah. think I don't think that you would get too upset. No, no, I I probably wouldn't. I've had self-interventions with friends. Meaning what? <laughs> like, you would pause yourself and like, why are you thinking of this person? Yes. Because <laughs> I have said this before. Yeah. I have a tendency to like, like crazy people. Uh-huh. Like people that I think are legitimately, legitimately a little bit off their rocker. Right. And, then, and then when you realize they're crazy, you pawn them off on your friends. <laughs> <laughs> It's like entertainment value for anyway. me. Not pawning them off. Okay, okay, okay. But like maybe their crazy value. Yeah. Like what, that makes them entertaining. And sure. I just like to be around entertaining people. Right, yeah. But then I'm like, okay, I need You're to take too a close. few steps. <laughs> so I've done the self Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I'm happy to tell a friend that they have like an eye booger or like that's, something in their teeth. That's just so trivial though. But it's not. Because I feel like there's odd people that will not say that. You're fine today. I'm showing you my teeth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know you've been in a situation where, like, you've been hanging out with someone. You go to the bathroom and see something bad in your face. Like, mm-hmm. oh, why didn't that person tell me something? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it's true. I think that's, like, a sign of, like, someone being a good friend of, you know? Anyways. <laughs> so you were talking a little bit about your friend um, and his partner. Yes. Was, like, drunk or on drugs and, you know accusing you of wanting to hook up. Yep. Um, what about people with substance abuse problems? Again, this is another thing where we've all seen that fucking show Intervention, right? How often does that work? Yeah. You know, I don't know that how effective that is. Because they have to want to change. They have to want it. Yeah. And there's no amount of me saying... To Susie, like, girl, you're drinking too much. Mm-hmm. What's what's going on? You know, like, I think that you need help. I don't think any amount of that is helpful, is impactful, rather, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, unless you, as a friend, are willing to step away from that, that relationship and say, you know, I'm not, I can't see you anymore because this is a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's a hard one for me, because it it's very real. That it exists in my in my world right now. I think that to me that is more tangible. Like that is more. This is a problem rather than you liking a friend or you being in a relationship with sure. somebody. Yeah, it's like you having a dependence on a substance that's not. It's chemical. It's not entirely like your fault. Mm-hmm. Um, I've made like casual comments to people mm-hmm. that I think you're not going all in though <laughs> no I haven't gone all in because I to be honest I'm not even sure that they have a problem uh-huh. it's just more of like uh, and again this is like I'm gonna be super vague um, like I'm worried like I don't, I don't even know what I said but I have brought it up to people before and uh-huh. like it's something that I notice yeah girl it's 9am on Tuesday do you need that drink for real right now that vodka <laughs> Um, 
there's this whole culture now that that brings me, this brings something up for me that I've been wanting to talk about, about like mama, mama needs a glass of wine. Like, have you, have you seen this? No, but I relate to it. (laughs) And it's all about like moms at the end of the day, they need a glass of wine to like, oh, to relieve their, from the stress and the pressure. Just like, man, I don't know. A glass of wine is not the answer to everything. Uh Let's, let's talk about some other, some other issues. Yeah. Scream into a pillow. That's more effective. (laughs) (laughs) uh so yeah but i you're right i mean we both have people that um have addictive personalities Mm -hmm. near and dear to our hearts and they have to want to change yeah but i don't think there's anything wrong with just like saying that you notice a pattern Mm -hmm. like bringing it to their attention because it's their help but it's so passive though better than nothing (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean it's so passive like what do you want to do you want to like what show was it where they taped up intervention was that for friends did they do that with (laughs) Janice oh I don't know tape up like oh yeah oh that's on how I met your mother oh it's they do that yeah oh that's right Uh (laughs) uh-huh um 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 um. yeah the substance abuse one it's hard I'm not really, I'm not an expert at this. I'm just fumbling through like everyone, everyone else. No, this. nobody thinks we are experts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've had conversation with a friend who told me that he cheated on his husband. Um, and they worked it out. There was a lot of therapy involved. And the one contingency was that he could no longer see the person that he cheated on. That makes total sense. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, So then he came to me, like, later, months later, and was like, I need closure with the person I cheated with. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Um, no, that's a fucking terrible idea. And I sort of, I'd like, that was like a point where I was like, you're being a fucking idiot and you need to, to, to not do this. Like, this is you breaking another promise yeah. to your, your spouse, you know? And, um, and, and I felt free to, to say that. Um, and of course it didn't work. <laughs> they saw that person just to get whatever fucking closure they needed. Yeah. Um, but it was just like a weird thing, you know? Yeah, I was. I brought up something similar to that, where I've known people that were the ones in the wrong. Yeah. And in their relationship, and they decided, you know, to confide in me, and I'm like, Yo, no, yeah. I do not condone this. Right. This is not cool. Uh huh. I think that's easier though. It is. Because you know they're doing something bad. Right, but. What if they're doing something bad and you don't like their partner? Then you say, um... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably not, huh? Because it's still dishonest. It's dishonest, but I would say I'm in for all of this, but change the order of how things happen. Mm, like break up with the person first. True. And then have your have your fun or whatever, whatever you're doing. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Just keep it as clean as possible. You know? And if you don't want, don't want my opinion on it, don't tell me anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? So basically what we're saying is it just doesn't work. It doesn't. I don't think it works. I don't. I, don't. <laughs> I will say I have my one positive story I'll follow up with from last week where I sent the screenshot to my friend oh, yeah. of whom I was talking about. Yes. So 
he was withholding information from me, which we all know that I hate because mm-hmm. I just like to gather information. As quick as possible. Yeah, I'm not patient. And um, what happened was after he knew that I was complaining about him and talking about him behind his back, which was actually to his back, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he gave me the reasons why he was behold- withholding the information. Right. And I was, he was like, I should have just said this from the start. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, you should have. Like now it makes a hundred percent sense. Right. And then look, it all turned around and we're smiles and, yes. and buddies again. And I learned something. You did. And it brought y'all closer together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but again, that can only happen with somebody that you're really close with. <laughs> yes. Because it was like a casual person. It's like, oh yeah, I was talking shit behind, about you behind your back. And you found out. It's like, Done. oops. End of our Bye. relationship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what we're saying is, tell me if I have a booger in my nose. Tell me. I have lettuce in my teeth. If, you know, a collar isn't working on me. Um, Yeah. That same friend, um, I'm just going to say his name because it's not a big deal. Spurgeon. (laughs) When he was out here visiting, when he got stuck here for Hurricane Sandy, Mm -hmm. I've told you this story. And he's here for a week. He came to work with me every day. And um, (laughs) I was trying on some leggings. This is when I was at Core Power. I was trying on some leggings. And he was like, no, those don't really do much for you. Mm. So. <laughs> Did you appreciate that? I didn't get them. Okay. Yeah, because I don't want to be, you know, wearing stuff that doesn't flatter me. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> but did you believe him? Yeah. Did you see it, though? Or were you, like, conv- trying to convince yourself that they worked? I wanted to convince myself yes. that they worked because I wanted to buy them. Yes. <laughs> but if they don't work, then... See, that's a good friend. They don't work. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Them. Yeah, leave the serious stuff to the experts, you guys. <laughs> if it's fashion, if I've got something on my face, if it's by my shoes, um, then that's all fair game. But everything else, I just don't trust it. Yeah, because <laughs> you think those people don't know. They don't know me. They don't know the right. true story, the inside story. You got to go through your through yourself. You know, you have, you have to experience all that shit for yourself. That's what gives you life experience. There's no amount of me telling you anything that's going to make you change your ways. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, wow, we just really hashed it out here. We did. <laughs> so, At least guys, we came to a, a very concrete conclusion. I'm into it. <laughs> um, we've come up with a book club nomination. We have. The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. Yes. And, um... We've queued it up on our libraries, and it's going to take a while for us to get it. So we are going to be chatting about it on Thursday, November 1st. Yes. So get your readers out. Go to the library. Go to the bookstore. Do what the you need to. The hit you give. The hit you give. Um, yeah. We'll be chatting about that soon. We'll send out lots of reminders. And- uh, we're going to, next week, talk about cults. Yeah, I'm just getting out of a cult, so this is fresh for me. <laughs> JK, LOL. We're going to be talking about our favorite cults, some of the good cult stories. Yeah. What does it take to join a cult? Were you in a cult? Was I in a cult? <laughs> Are we in a cult together? Is right the gripe now. a cult? Exactly. Um, I mean, is it feasible to say send us your favorite cult stories? <laughs> send us your favorite cult moments. Yes, because I know some people that were raised... Ooh. In what could be considered a cult. This is going to be a good one. Um, they've got very colorful personalities. Which I think you'd have to have. You can't, yeah, to survive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to make sense of the world. Um, but that's on next week. Next week. All right, guys. Catch us up on 
thegreatpodcast at gmail.com. Find mm-hmm. us everywhere that you get your podcast. Get your podcast and um, we will see you next time. We'll talk to you soon. <gasps> Bye-bye. Bye.